What's up, everybody? My name is Josh Biddick, and I am a kind of funny best friend. Kind of Funny has currently postponed their up-and-comer opportunity, but we still have some amazing best friends who are very deserving of the spot. The up-and-comer opportunity is where you best friends get to vote on someone in the community that you think deserves a shot to work with the Kind of Funny crew for one week and gain a wealth of experience. We have an amazingly talented community with a ton of people campaigning to be the next up-and-comer. I wanted to sit down with them and get to know them a bit better and share their stories. That way you feel more comfortable when making your vote for the next up-and-comer. Right now, I am sitting down with one such prospect who I think is the definition of an up-and-comer, rising star, continuing to grow day after day. Something new is coming out of this fantastic human being. I'm talking about none other than Matt, who you would know from the hit show slash series slash myriad of different shows, which we will find out about now from Assemble. Matt, how the hell you doing? I am fantastic, my friend. How are you? I am wonderful as well. Thank you so much for sitting down. I am so happy we are finally able to do this. Me too. Uh, I've been wanting to be on the show for a long, long time. So just as a listener and yeah, listening to other community members jump on here, it's been awesome. So I'm, I'm super excited to do this with you. I am so happy, man. See, seeing everything you've been doing like day in, day out, it was definitely one of the things like, okay, obviously like I have to get him on the show. Plus, if anything, he supports me so damn much. I have to get him on just for that fact alone. There you go. <laughs> So Matt, if someone out there, for whatever reason, hasn't seen anything you do or know who you are, can you give us a quick pitch on yourself? Yeah, so the channel is youtube.com slash assemble show. And what we do is, what I do is basically like three to four shows every single week. And it's really covering all things from like just all the nerdy stuff that we all love, which is anything from statue and figure reviews. Uh, doing those unboxings and going a little bit deeper into kind of what they're doing with other MCU or DC or whatever, the, you know, the, the brand is. And then we also have uh, Top Shelf Tuesday, which is going through kind of a ranking series of just ranking whatever it is that we actually feel like, whether it is to do with, you know, gaming or it's going to do with MCU or DC or the universes out there, or whatever we want to do, um, next gen consoles, things like that. And we have our free for all Fridays, which is to be able to have open topic, which I try my best to gear towards community and the community questions and mm -hmm. talking literally about like whatever you guys want. If people are asking questions for discussion or just want to be able to have stuff on the show, uh, we just kind of go in depth and take a couple of topics and, and throw them out there every week. And uh, more recently, we I just did one episode on the gaming hub which is just centric towards video games and centric towards the, the next gen consoles and really just being able to cover any of the major news or talking points that are out there right now. Um, be it anything that's a little bit more controversial or things that are really top of mind that's going on in the industry or just some really, really awesome stuff that we want to cover. So yeah, I think that's all of the wacky shows that we've got right now. Yeah. All, oh, and all like hundred of them <laughs> as the list continues to grow day by day. <laughs> and uh, the reaction videos too. Just started right. doing those and playing with those. Yeah. So Matt, there is so much I want to talk to you about, yeah. uh, but before I kind of dive into everything, I want to go go way, way back, go to the roots, uh, the very beginning. Uh, uh, no. How did you get into content creation? Because you have been doing so much with Assemble. Um, has it been something you've always loved or just like one day, like, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot and then put out 400 shows? <laughs> hope it doesn't seem like that but no uh, and, I, and i say i, I hope yeah. that doesn't sound rude i, I say no, that in, no, no. in a very positive way because it's just it's crazy like i remember you started and i guess i wanted to get there we'll get there now sure, sure, sure. um you watching you build your set 
and put everything together and you're doing all the social media work, putting it up, seeing the cool figures, building the hype train and, and starting out with these figure reviews to then go into news and then have your community. And then like with the recent uh, uh, React trailer for the, for the, why am I blanking on the name? Oh, the uh, Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Um, like it's just, and it feels, and maybe it's just because time has no meaning anymore, but it feels that's like you've been doing so much so fast and so well. That's, that's the mind blowing thing. Thanks. Well, okay. So we'll, we'll go to your first question, I guess, is how does it, <laughs> how does it all start and where does it go and why? Um, it, the content creation piece is something that I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely a beginner and absolutely new to all of it. I started off, and I've said this on other shows, but I started off doing uh, very, very basic, but I, I originally did a full wrestling um, show online on YouTube that I completely scrapped uh, and cut away from and, and cut all ties from it and completely reset it. I wanted that to be you know news coverage and very much what everybody else is doing out there. And mm-hmm. it's really, really difficult to keep up with the amount of content and to really figure out where I wanted to go with it and then realizing more of like, okay, I am just a nerdy wrestling fan too. I'd rather just kind of watch it and digest all of like the creators right. that I enjoy. So I moved away from that. Um, Josh, to be honest, I started, I sat down at Starbucks one day. Um, I was, I had a day off from work or I should say, I just took the morning off really. And I not joking. I took um, my laptop and I went to Starbucks and I sat down for, two three hours and i just sat there by myself to figure out okay what do i want to do mm-hmm. um i still work full-time and do the full-time day gig and the family and all that stuff right but i sat there and i ironed out on pages and pages on word of just what do i want to do and what are the stuff i enjoy and just kind of like what we all do right we just like well mm-hmm. these are the topics these are the content creators that i follow well, what do I like about all of that? And I really tried to dissect it. And then I started just brainstorming names and, and I took it from there. So it, it really came out of the want and desire to actually begin something, mm-hmm. uh, to be creative in some capacity. And I have I enjoy podcasts and I love doing this. Uh, I just enjoy it and hanging mm-hmm. out with everybody in the community. And I wanted to put my face out there a little bit. So I, yeah, I started with, the figure reviews and after what two months or so three months of doing that specifically just that because I wanted to make sure that I was not um, spreading myself too thin and Mm -hmm. maybe the argument right now is that I totally am and a thousand percent am but I wanted to see where it would go just on its own and also for me to really get familiar and understand cameras and Mm -hmm. Premiere and Photoshop yeah. as bad as I am at it. I wanted to learn. I have to learn how all of it works. So I have to learn editing software and I have to learn how does my Sony camera work? I've never mm-hmm. done that. And I, I started by shooting everything on my phone mm-hmm. like a lot of people do and, and, you know, crappy lighting and everything. And then I just kind of wanted to go. Oh, there's so much, so much yeah, I want to get right? to do. And it, I don't know, you, you say you're not good at, at Premiere and everything, but it's just, how do I, I look at your content and, and this comes from someone who like went to school for this. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, and it feels to me like you've been doing it forever. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it seems like you were in some hyperbolic time chamber. You went <laughs> in, you're just like, Hey, I'm going to start this thing. And then like, 
two days later, you had a well-oiled machine that was constantly putting out content. And how do you balance it all? Like you said, you have a family, you have children, you have a full-time job. Like, do you sleep? Like, or are you just like oh, take a couple <laughs> boots on and just like plow through? Yeah, go, man. Come on, <laughs> get it together. No, I've been, I am horribly lazy. Um, I think having the family and the kids, me. well, having the kids and the family and everything really, I think it forces you to up your game uh, because you don't get to sleep. My kids are now five and four. Oh. And, um, you know, my wife works full time as well as a nurse. Um, I work now with COVID hitting. I changed from going physically to the office every day, driving 45 minutes to an hour uh, to go to my job and do what I do. And now I do everything online. Mm-hmm. So job's nice. the same. Everything's the same. But I do it remotely, which I wanted to do forever because it just mm-hmm. made more sense. Um, how do I balance? I was never productive. I was lazy. I am lazy. Like everybody. I don't want to talk to my wife. It's just like, you still don't clean the damn kitchen. And I'm like, (laughs) you said you were going to take things out. You said you were going to mop and vacuum and you so didn't. She goes, you probably were working on the show. And I said, I thousand percent were, and I love you. But I, I've always been very much just like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. And Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, it's just, I think it's just because I enjoy it so much. And I'm realizing more and more that, man, I really enjoy this. And mm-hmm. I'm going, oh, I like editing. And I'm just learning. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll download this and learn about LUTs and learn about color grading and learning yeah. about every little thing going, oh, I really enjoy this. And I've I've struggled forever with trying to figure out what do I like to do? Mm-hmm. And um i have struggled with that for a very very long time to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. of where what do i do and i have a i'm you know i'm confident with that i can say i have a a good career from my day job mm-hmm. um i've been doing it for a long long time and i think i just i've always yeah i've just always struggled with like what am i going to do and what do i what do i really want to do and i think for a lot of us too what what ends up happening is we you know, years kind of go by and really how does this all kind of come to fruition? And you say it was kind of like being in a little hyperbolic chamber and then just kind of boom, everything came out. I think to be honest, Josh, what you're seeing is if anything, it's just me just kind of going, just projecting five years of want mm-hmm. into here it is. And I'm going to run as fast, I'm running as fast as I can because I yeah. think I have five years in me where I've been sitting, literally sitting there going, I want to do that. I want to do, I want to do what kind of funny's doing. I want to do something like that. I want to get out. Hey man, I would love to be able to throw a video up and get on YouTube, but eh, I'm, I'm busy. Eh, I got work. I'm tired. Yeah. And I think we all struggle with that. So I think, yeah, what you are seeing right now anyways is pent up, <laughs> pent up aggression and five years of pent up want to, to do something creative for myself. And um, yeah, to expand on your point, how do you how do you have time and all of that? I've found recently it's just been okay. If I want it to work, I say work in quotations. Work mm-hmm. for me, um, for it to grow at any capacity, I I got to put in the time. And I think what any of us hear or watch online or people that we need like I need a boost, I need that motivator and that thing. I think what we constantly hear is, well, you got to just kind of do it. And when you're tired, 
and you've worked all day and you know the kids are finally to bed it's all right let's go record a podcast and it's well i'm tired but normal me is yeah i'm tired let's put on netflix and let's put on a marvel movie and just chill out and go to bed and then start it over again so instead of that i take those hours and i try to work on it now being able to be at home gives me the luxury of splitting hours a little bit more right but it's still the kids get off the bus at three o'clock and it's dad time for till bedtime so uh mm-hmm. yeah it's busy how did you find that i, I want to say courage to take that first step like how, how, what was it that like hey this morning i'm going to go to starbucks and right like what set that off i think it was being pissed off to be yeah. honest i think it was, i was sick of it um and i had been sick of it for so long of just the same day in and day out of mm-hmm. our jobs and, you know, not having the full satisfaction out of mm-hmm. that. Cause it may not be exactly like what you destined to do or want to do. Right. And you're always trying to do something a little bit creative or have an outlet for something or a hobby. And I was struggling with that for so long of just feels like it's just every day. And if you're a parent out there, you understand probably a little bit more of like, you're just in it. And you Mm -hmm. kind of blink and then you go, okay, the kids are a little bit older and time just kind of goes and you're going, oh, I, I don't, I don't want to be 40, 50 years old and go, man, I should have done that. Or what if I did do that? And that's, it's kind of what it's boiling down to is what gives you the courage to do it is I got sick of it and I got really tired of sitting there, um, feeling depressed and feeling sorry for like, well, you know, no one's going to watch and it doesn't matter. And what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? That was often the argument. So it was take a step and at least jot some, put something down on paper and then start going, okay, then try to hold yourself accountable for, I'm going to execute this. And it was literally just, okay, take my iPhone or whatever. And it's got a camera and I got a little mini tripod and all of that and a light. And I pressed go. And I started and I knew that I could do the audio piece you know, just setting up GarageBand on my Mac. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, with a new computer, technology is amazing. And it's amazing what you can do with the right equipment because holy oh, yeah. crap, I have, Josh, I have a 2012 iMac upstairs. Mm-hmm. And to process, or I should say to render a 1080p video, I think I think I was sitting there for five hours to do a video. Oh, yeah. How long was the video? Just it was like, like 12 for- minutes. Yeah, I would say put put things in perspective for people. Yeah, twelve that's, minute video on a figure review that have zero views. That's incredible. Oh, oh and that, you're and oh. as you probably all experience, um, there's mistakes, and right. you need to go back. But I already rendered the whole thing, oh, so yeah? I or something fell off or whatever. So go back, and I would sit there for like a Saturday, and it would be edit for three hours and then render for five. I come back at like eight p.m. and I go, okay, it's done it's as good as it's going to get and then mm-hmm. upload for another two hours. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I think this, this is a story you can relate to. I, uh, so when I was in college, I had a TV show that was about video games and anime, I called it downtime. What up? And, uh, I, I was, you know, it'd be one of those things. Like I was the producer, the host, the writer and everything. So it would be my job to put together the final edit. So I would like, I, I'm on top of school on top of working. So I was like, all right, shows due on air next tomorrow. I'm going to, come in here, maybe skip a class and edit for 12 hours. So you do that. And it was like three in the morning and I had, I had rendered and the render took like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
So, which not not you know compared to like like you said, thankfully it was only thirty minutes, but it was also a thirty minute long show, right? Yep. Uh, so I get done and I'm like, all right, now I'm going to watch it for quality assurance. That way, if anything in here is wrong and like I went in and I had hidden one of the layers of video and oh, I forgot man. to unhide it because I was looking at something else and I was like, son of a bitch. Shit. <laughs> and so then I immediately re-render in another 30 minutes, but because like I didn't watch the whole thing and take notes because I was so pissed off. I just saw that one thing. And then there was like random cuts of black in the thing. So it took me like four tries just to export this one wow. fucking video. Oh man, it was a pain in the butt. And I'm sure you can attest to that, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, it is that, sure. it's that thing where it's, it's the hardest you'll ever work. Mm-hmm. It's in a way the most miserable you'll ever be, but also the most fulfilled, happy and content yes. of all time. Yep. Definitely. You know, and it, it just is, it, it, it's a weird dichotomy of it all, you know? And, yeah. and like you said, that, that, being pissed off is a uh, for better or worse a great motivator it's one of the reasons i have this show is because like at the time i was working at a deli and i was making sandwiches and i was like i am not happy mm-hmm. um like i was upset and I'm like i need to do something i know what i'm good at let me do it and for a long time there was that part of me like you said made it the excuses well i don't have all the equipment i used to have i don't have the camera i don't yep. have the mic it's like but at the end of the day who cares like i i love this i know i'm good at it, and i and for me, my, my motivating factor was like to get to meet people like you, to, to share other people's story, making yeah. it not about me helped me, you know, find that motivation that I needed and that I was severely lacking. So it's it's fascinating that I think I think you're right. I think deep down, we all kind of share the same feelings when it comes to content creation. I think so. That's what I see more and more every day is people trying to do stuff, myself trying to do a new piece or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's. Yeah, the motivator is that, and it's getting out out of your own way, which is mm-hmm. almost a cliche at this point. But to understand what that means is getting your ego out of the way, or get mm-hmm. out of your own head as best you can, and try to put it aside and be more objective about it. And, and to your point, it's like, well, nothing else matters. Like, and it's really trying to understand that it's all noise, mm-hmm. and the end of it all, you're going to bed, and it's you. Your loved ones, it's whatever, and but you have to be happy with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't give a shit. It's cold, yeah. but it's not to say people don't care. They do. People love and care and respect and, and encourage you. But if you don't go forward with something, then you are probably going to end up regretting it on some level, and you might mm-hmm. be able to ignore it, or maybe you can dabble into something else that fulfills that later on, and that's great. Um, I just think for a lot of people, it's needing that push and nobody is going to do it but you people will always tell you you should you should you should totally do this and you go yeah well i'm busy yeah well i got work and that's the easiest answer to it all so Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's definitely challenging i think for for a lot of people and and i understand that it's it's scary you know i mean there's nothing more vulnerable in the world than putting yourself out there and there's nothing more quite like you know, you can just sitting in front of a camera and talking about something you love because inevitably there there might be someone out there who is going to take you down a couple pegs or feel like it's, oh, I need to whatever. Yeah. Uh, so you're right. There is that scary factor. But like you said, when you when you do it for you or for other people and, and you find that sense of happiness, it doesn't matter who says what or how many people see it. If you had a good time, you had a good time. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, that was fantastic. I, I love, I love the little right. spiel. I love the positivity promoting it. Uh, one thing I do want to touch on kind of your history is kind of funny. Cause uh, I know mm. at least from my memory, when you first started a symbol show, uh, it was pretty, and it, and it still is for the most part, like kind of funny focus. You know what I mean? Like you had mentioned the best friends, you were wearing a lot of kind of funny merch in your, in your shows. Yeah. So how long have you been, been with the company? Since, <laughs> I mean, since IGN. Okay. Um, and listening to beyond for years, Mm. Um, probably from episode, well, probably around 200, beyond okay. 200, um, and then following the guys as soon as they broke off, and all the way through, like all, mm. like majority of us, um, and and just consuming the content and everything they came out with, good and bad, and all the things that Tim wrecked took away from us. <laughs> we can count them. Come on, took it back, shot in the head. See, debatable, gone. KFAF is coming and going, right? It's just it's on party there. mode. Dead. Party mode. Come on. So it, yeah, man, it's been. <laughs> I love that, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's been since really the beginning and following those guys and even seeing what's really cool is seeing them, how they branched off. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still all kind of funny and all under the, the umbrella, but to see, you know, Andy doing his Twitch stream so much and seeing the yeah. success he's having, um, watching Andy and Nick going through KFAF and really watching them all kind of grow and grow. And from Mr. Miller, what I always see is in the piece that even though I'm a one-man show, what I always want to try to do too is, and that I picked from him was um, just putting other people over. It's the wrestling mm-hmm. term, but to put them over. And right. that's what I thought with like the Friday show is, well, I, I don't want to just talk about, just I, I don't want mo- any of the shows to really feel like, hey, this is my opinion and this is what I say and I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. I am far from anything. But I like the Friday show where I can say, well, this is about the community and I can't, as little and tiny as I am, it's really just people to say, guys, what do you want to talk about? Let me give you the shout outs. I want to get you guys over because mm-hmm. I don't know who's watching and it could take one person to go, well, I like that question. Who is that guy? Oh, there's his Twitch link is in this guy's description and boom. And at the very least, maybe it's one more follower for them on Twitch. Right. And then that person just stays with them. You never know. So that's why like that stuff always sticks with me is how, awesome they are with the community piece and things like this exist right it's for you and i to to connect and other people in the community that never met and then now all of a sudden i'm talking to regularly and it continues to spiral out that way and i've i've never been exposed to that where Mm -hmm. going online that much in in that way of like seeing that there are communities and yes the kind of funny community is amazing and big and never I never dabbled in it. I've always been the, the the one guy that's been sitting in the back. You know, I didn't put my hand up. So now being able to reach out and talk to all of you, I'm like, this is awesome. Like, this is really great. Was it the show that helped change from kind of being a lurker to being more of an active member? Was it starting to put out the content? Yeah, because it's a, it's a I think it's a necessity out of its own of, mm-hmm. okay, I you can put out content. Great. It could go bananas and it could right. just stay kind of flat. And right now we are at, you know, basically zero, <laughs> but it's being able to, okay, I'm going to talk to the community and mm-hmm. I try not, I mean, yeah, I post a ton and yes, yeah, so a ton of it is like, Hey, here's a new episode, new episode. Uh, but I try to make sure that I'm talking to the community. I don't want to just feel like just trying to promote. Um, but at the end of the day, got to be able to try and put the content out somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, Twitter right now is working or where i'm most comfortable anyways right be able to put the content out and talk to you guys and that then again just really enjoying that piece i think that's important and like you said it's all it's all part of the hustle you know what i mean i think i think 
to your credit, I think you do a wonderful job balancing the the promotion as well as just the engagement. I think seeing you engage with the community you've built is astounding. You're always posting that positivity. And also, I think a lot of the times, personally, seeing those reminders of like, hey, don't forget, like this video came out. It helps because there'll be times where like I'll see the video get posted in the morning, yeah. uh, but I'll go to work and I'll forget or whatever. And I'm on my lunch break and I check Twitter and I see you made a tweet. And I'm like, oh, shit, there's a new episode. out. Let's check it out. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, so you're right. I think I think there's a bit of a it's a give and take. It's a balance. But I think you strike that balance very, very well. Oh, thank you, sir. You're too oh, kind. Of course, of course. <laughs> so you sit down, you're at Starbucks for a while. You get a drink, maybe two. Uh, you come up with Assemble Show. Now, obviously, I think Assemble, right, comes from the Avengers. Yep. Uh, what what about it gripped you for that name? Um, you know, going through a laundry list of 12-ish names to think of a name that is, frankly, is like, okay, what is something that is broad that mm-hmm. is not going to shoehorn me into one idea, one mm-hmm. bracket, something where I can play uh, yeah. a lot and expand and something that is kind of community focused and that mm-hmm. uh, implies that it is about others and it's bringing people together so and then the tie-in with like well what are the things i enjoy and then i go well okay. there's always marvel around me look at these look at this damn places is insane it's all just freaking iron man and captain america and spider-man as well it me. should so, be as it should be the rest of my house is not like this by the way it's, this is my <laughs> little sanctuary so it was just really trying to narrow down and go, well, what's what's going to kind of click? And I thought, I'm like, well, that sounds good. That might get a copyright thing, but maybe all won't. And no one owns Assemble. There are other channels out there that have it. Um, but I, I liked it because it allows me to go and pivot into whatever direction I, I kind of need to or want to. And not feel mm-hmm. like, man, I have a Xbox podcast. And again, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But if you got bored of it or you wanted to translate over into something else, you'd have to build, in my eyes, you'd have to build an entirely separate platform. Right. Put it under a larger umbrella and go, okay, this podcast is now going to become part of whatever that we're Mm -hmm. building on top. And that can confuse the audience. But I mean, to be fair, having multiple shows week that can confuse people too so i don't know but i came up with a name because i was sitting there and i'm like "Ah, something community driven and something that's gonna be kind of at home and and it might start clicking for people too yeah why start with the figure reviews was that one of the things you're most passionate about because you're you're doing an incredible amount of work and all of it really shows you can see your passion for it what was it that had the figures stand out to be the first venture into it i thought it's cool I like, I like statues. Great answer. No, all right. Next question. I, yeah, no, but I like, I like the statues and mm-hmm. the figures are, I mean, statues are expensive and I cannot afford them. Uh, I can afford, you know, ones here and there. So I was like, oh, I want to be able to talk about this. But it was the idea behind, yeah, I want to review the figure. Maybe I can talk a little bit about MCU. Maybe I can talk mm-hmm. a little bit about the news or like maybe oh, I'll get Black Widow figure. Let's talk yeah. about Black Widow with the movie. Let's talk about the film, something that I could tie it in together. Now, the reviews are typically about that figure, and I just kind of stay in that lane for it. So I don't really know, Josh. It's People have asked me that, too, of like, well, why are you going with figures and statues and doing that? They're, it's you know, People are like, oh, it's great, but why? And I go, I don't know. It's really just to dabble in with MCU, and I enjoy it, and I, I like it. And I'm like, hey, I'm a grown kid. He's got statues and figures and and we all do. And that's a lot of people's feedback too in the community is they go, Hey man, yeah, I didn't realize it. I've got like 
Master Chief statue behind me, and I've got mm-hmm. four or five of these things. Or like Snowbike Mike always, he's mentioned to me before. He's like, "Yeah, dude, I just I realize I'm like, man, I got tons of the stuff on my shelves because we all yeah. have them as either in the backgrounds of our Twitch streams, YouTube, or just in our office." And I'm the same way. And I'm like, well, it'd be cool to just be able to talk about this. There's other mm-hmm. channels that do it too. And I thought also it's an opportunity for me to try to exercise editing, uh, right. to be able to step into it, to go, well, how do I mix, how do I cut audio with, and have B-roll? And then once I, I put this little hole together of the studio, um, that's when I feel like, okay, I've got a little bit more motivation now. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to take it a little bit further. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to put myself on camera because I don't really have a problem with it. Um, mm-hmm. For my current job, I do a ton of face-to-face and mm-hmm. training. <laughs> so I, I actually speak in front of the audiences mm-hmm. um, for a living um, until COVID. And then I go, right. I go virtual. Digitally speak. Yeah. So I, I haven't had that you know, hurdle, I feel where I have to be like, okay, I gotta get comfortable with a lens and having, you know, to say go and be on. Um, mm. I've kind of done that personally. So yeah, I think this, the figure reviews and the statue reviews is just, I wanted to do something that was kind of related to MCU and DC and the topics that we all love. Mm-hmm. I thought that maybe it's a way in and yeah, work on edits. I think it's great. Plus like, it's always fun. Like I remember when you did the Wolverine one, like Wolverine's one of my favorite heroes. I'm like, oh man, I really want that, but I can't buy it right now. I guess I'll watch Matt talk. I'll, t- I'll watch Matt talk about how cool it is. That, right. that, that'll suffice for right now. There, see, it gives you, but it's, yeah. And it's those quick little, like maybe it's eight minutes, maybe it's 10 or 12 minutes of just, yeah, there's Wolverine or mm-hmm. Optimus Prime or Spider-Man. This is cool. Well, let's, yeah. let's just talk about how neat it is and we'll critique a few things. And also I was looking at what other major channels were doing uh, with their reviews and what I, I was noticing, just the common way and style of it being produced, um, mm-hmm. very much everything looked and felt the exact same. And don't get me wrong, it's it works. Mm-hmm. I watch, so it clearly right. does work. Um, I subscribe to their channels because I enjoy it. But I was noticing, I'm like, oh, it's all kind of done the same way. I'm like, well, I could do that. Well, how can I do it a little different? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, why don't I put myself on camera? I don't see a lot of people doing that. Mix it in. Right. And then again, I just started getting a little bit more horsepower with new PC and started playing a little bit more, had the ability to play a little bit more and go, well, now I can really start playing with, yeah, how do I want to transition and, and do these different things? Have you been sticking primarily with figures and statues that you have, or have you been able to use this as an excuse to trick your wife and letting you buy more things? A thousand percent into tricking her into doing there things like amount of Amazon orders is insane, but no, if you don't I let me do this, Rudy, you're, you're crushing my dreams. This is about my vision honey so we need that extra spider-man now <laughs> in two days are you gonna return it maybe maybe not but that well, that hulkbuster was supposed to go back and that hulkbuster is not going back he's <laughs> staying planted on that shelf i josh i had i mean there's funko pops all around those mm-hmm. a lot of them were just me just buying and collecting pops that sure. i like and then once we started really into any everything that we've reviewed i totally just purchased myself out of just, well, I want to one, I want it. And two, mm. I'm like, it lines up with what I want to do on the show. So yay. And we're good to go. And yeah, it's just been trying to find pieces that really work and that fit um, for the context of what we're doing. Cause it might be themed for like uh, a week or a month or whatever for mm-hmm. the topics. 
so yeah, it's just, it's all out of pocket, man. But I tried now what, what other people are probably seeing what for the, the small audience that I have this, this amazing community, small, but beautiful, small, but strong, strong willed. What you probably start noticing is that the figure reviews are starting to scale back a little bit. And mm. that is out of necessity because I cannot <laughs> afford fig. Like you see those guys that are doing statue reviews and they got like $800 statues like I'm every sorry. week. And I hear stories of like, well, they put it on layaway and they do all this. I'm like, I do not have the means to do that. So right. I do what I can. Um, but I start figuring like, I can't go as hard with that every week and you want it to be meaningful because if i just mm. start churning out that content of those reviews um i worry that one it's a giant personal investment into it with literally mm. zero return other than right. i enjoy it and that's fine but there does there is a point where i've got to start deciding okay i do want to keep doing the figure reviews but i want to do them when they got a little more pop behind them like mm -hmm. mandalorian season two is coming out and yeah. i would think it's good timing to be able to talk about the show because i really want to watch it and then maybe also dabble in with a mandalorian figure during that oh, week like right and then that way it all kind of makes sense versus what i have done which is just hey let's just let's just pump these guys out because i just like it have you been able to kind of slowly in the works maybe talk lo look at potential I don't know, deals with local shops or local stores, mom and pop, mom and grop shops uh, to see if they may be like, hey, I'll shout you out my video if you want to give me this figure this week or things like that. To be honest, no. I mean, I, I have thought of it, but I with how everything is now and so much stuff has been shut down. Um, aside from that, no, I just end up going on Amazon for the most yeah. part, or I'm just going out to Walmart or Toys R Us and getting stuff shipped and delivered totally thought of it and would love to. And even companies that I have reached out to some have come back. I think I know diamond select came back um, and basically, and Hasbro, their marketing team actually came back. They emailed me back too. And both were just like, yeah, this channel looked great. Just come back when the audience is bigger. We're usually, I think diamond said to me specifically, they were like, we typically don't look at partnership deals or anything like that um, until, you know, channels reach around four or five thousand subscribers and okay. all this stuff so and i was like yeah that's cool then i at least know what's achievable what... yeah i'm like okay well now i have a goal and mm -hmm. uh we'll, we'll keep going so yeah yeah it's always i mean I was, everyone loves that kind of stuff but of course. Uh, that is another bridge to, to cross I think. Mm -hmm. but like you said it's really cool to, to be able to reach out and, and set that self set that goal for you be like hey four thousand subscribers because it's not you know it's not I mean, it's a lot, don't get me wrong, yeah. but comparatively to some of the people who've been doing it for years or, or the people who are not just one person and are like five or 10 people, yeah. it's not astronomically high. And it, it is something that I think is achievable, especially with the work you're putting in and the quality of that work. Thanks. Well, that's, I mean, that's what, that's the feedback I'm getting anyways, is um, the quality is there. And that's, that's probably something that I do focus on is how does it look and how is it? A little bit different than other channels that might be producing mm -hmm. or doing similar content because it is a lot of work but i again i enjoy it and mm -hmm. i'm finding a little bit more of a rhythm now with it and i thought yeah if i can see what others are doing right now and it's very easy to turn around and say well i can put my headphones in and the mic and hit go and just 
you know, I could spit out five episodes a day of just news and, and updates and what's going on with Xbox or PlayStation. But I, I'm sitting there going, but how do I make it a little bit different? What if I zoom in? What if I transition out? What if I do intros? What if I mm-hmm. just tweak it all um, yeah. and focus more in terms of how is the quality, I guess, of for the viewer? Um, because that's that's what keeps people watching, right? Is is sure. it engaging? Is it, you know, does it actually capture your eyes and then your lips and everything? And do you enjoy it? And is it covering stuff that you like? And do you like what you see? And are you enjoying what's being said so it's mm-hmm. this weird combination of all of it yeah and, and figuring it like you said it's it's following the formula that's been set before you but tweaking it enough to where it becomes personal and sets you apart from everyone else doing it which i think is really smart and to be able to see that is special you know what i mean like i think it's easy to just be like oh this is what everyone does i'll do it and with just my personality which is awesome yeah. and can work for a lot of people yep but being able to have that foresight to be like, all right, cool, I'm going to do that, but I'm also going to tweak it just a little bit so I stand out versus guys A, B, and C. Yeah, and it is it is little things every week of how does this look or feel different? Um, you know, the set doesn't change, the colors mm-hmm. change, but it's trying to figure out, well, if I'm going to do this much content because I, I just I want to, I want to be able to talk on so many different topics with you guys, I look at, well, how does each show kind of have its own identity small Mm -hmm. as i can make it so like figure reviews right now the peter parker one i did last week is an example of that where there's just little tweaks to it where it's there's me there's the figure of the b-roll doing that and that's all normal but for me it's little things of like well i've got to transition zoom in kind of tweak the angle and me doing a bit of a rundown of it I'm like, oh, that's different. That's not, that's something I haven't done. And I don't see that outside. So right. let's see if that works. And it, that, that's kind of the good thing of being so tiny, um, literally, and in, in, in the internet world is that I, there's not a lot of people watching. So it's a perfect opportunity to just play and just yeah, throw shit at the wall and just see what sticks and what's working for me. The reacts trailers, like right now, um, from the time of recording that Animaniacs thing, it's like four minutes long. That is just mm-hmm. literally the trailer of me talking about it a little bit because I'm stoked about it. Um, it's just hit like a thousand views or something. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, that's insane. Like that is absolutely crazy. The numbers are just spiking and mm-hmm. subs- people are subscribing a bit more. And I look at that. I'm like, I just, I just like Animaniacs and I just like, <laughs> I don't want to read, do reacts to everything. I right. just want to do the stuff that I think is fun and cool. And, I look at something like the Animaniacs trailer that, I, and I saw it on Twitter, and I went, "Oh, that got me so excited!" And I sat there last night, Josh, and I'm like, "Ooh, I want to do this. Now, do I want to do this?" And it was that game, literally in my head of, "I'm tired." Like it was, what, what is this Monday right now? Yeah, so yep. Sunday, I'm sitting there, and it was to give you context. I watched the trailer at like whatever five o'clock. Right. My wife was getting ready for work to go for a night shift. So I'm with the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I recorded it because I knew it was only going to be a couple of minutes long. I ran downstairs before she left for work and I recorded it and started playing with the edits. And then she went to work. Like I paused that. She went to work. I have the kids. Did bedtime. Yeah. I became (laughs) then go into dad mode. Did that. Finished that around whatever. Seven, eight o'clock. Came down finish the edit, upload, boom, done. Now, really quick video, super easy. I knew I could kind of bang that one out right. um, and get my point across with it. 
But I was like, I was sitting there at four or five o'clock on, I'm tired. I've been going all day. I've had five hours sleep. Um, I've had four coffees, kind of done. But I'm like, but if I don't do it, well, maybe I'm going to do it tomorrow. And I go, I can't do it tomorrow. I know my day's shot. So mm -hmm. do I have 10 minutes? Do I have 10 minutes to just hit record and then just, mm, I like the editing. And, and doing that, I noticed too, I'm like, well, that just becomes kind of my downtime almost now, which is sitting there. And, and Josh, you probably know too, is like, well, just sitting there and playing with edits. Right. And just move stuff around and play with it a little bit. And it all kind of comes together. So it's, and then lo and behold, I'm looking at it going, it's a slam dunk. Like anybody can do a reacts trailer. And if it's quick enough, it's going to probably snowball a bit, but Right, if you can get to catch it, catch it in the hype. You got it. And I'm looking at that going, cool. People seem to at least be watching it, and that's awesome. And it's on stuff that we enjoy, and that's been the feedback so far. Is they're like, dude, I love Animaniacs. I'm so glad it's back. See someone else mm -hmm. that's looking at this too. And I'm like, I know, I love it too. And then it's to do other reacts for things like the WandaVision trailer, uh, the Mandalorian, and things like that. It's just mm -hmm. the bigger stuff that I'm like, yeah, I like that. So let's do one. But yeah, yeah. And I think it's it's that thing where doing it because you're passionate about it, not doing it because it's the new hotness is really helpful, right? Because again, that authenticity comes out and people see how much you care opposed to just like, oh, I'm going to react to every game trailer that comes out, even though I only really care about two out of five. Yeah. Um, and, and I think being able to pick that really helps. And like you said, you, you are really passionate about Animaniacs and there, there are those people <laughs> who are going to find you because they share that same passion. Sure. And that's yeah. super, super cool. And, and, you know, on that point of like, you could just, you could do reacts and, watch that content and post that content of like um, the PS5 teardown, right? Mm. I was everywhere when it launched from Japan and then everyone is on it. And that's awesome because there's so many people that I want to see their perspective on and their For coverage sure. of it. I, I sat there, I watched the whole conference. I watched kind of funny on it, cover it. I watched Paris cover it, Alana Pierce. I watched all these different people cover this thing mm. and I go, I've had my fill. Yeah. And, I sat there and go, do I do, a, should I do a reacts to the PS5 breakdown? And I thought, nah, it's not enough. It, I'm, I'd be pushing myself to be like, let me find something. I'm like, no, um, I'm good. I don't yeah. need that one for me. I feel like that would be me trying to push a piece of content out just to make it work um, mm -hmm. because it is really topical and right. I enjoy it. But yeah, not worth the time when other people are doing such a great job with it. Yeah, it's content for content sake, not for yeah. passion sake. Matt, how how long do you spend on each video? Like I know we talked about the the react the trailer reacts for the Animaniacs, maybe 10, 15 minutes because it's you know it's short, tight, it doesn't need a whole lot of pizzazz to it. No. But how often how 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 much are you like, all right, I'm gonna spend I'm gonna dedicate five hours to this uh figure review, or I'm gonna spend, mm. all right, I've got 30 minutes, I'll see what I can bang out in 30 minutes. Um everything is over the course of probably a day. Okay. Based just on timelines and mm. nine to five work plus family. Right. So it's, it is that time where I'm like, well, example is get them on the bus on a Tuesday morning. So I'll do top shelf Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I might, I might be able to record that the day before just based on, you know, timing. Right. But by 9am I might record that and the recording for say a 20, 15, 20 minute show uh, the recording is that it's probably mm. the 15, 20 minutes. Uh, I kind of just hit go and I, I might, I bullet point some things and that's really the secret 
sauce. <laughs> I don't I don't script any of it. So I just right. literally go, what am I gonna do? Okay. What are the main points? Maybe break it out in terms of like segment one, two, three, four, and mm-hmm. then go. And um, from there, yeah, it's it's a twenty thirty minute show of a. Uh, recording it and then i'm probably going to spend a total of uh, probably five hours yeah of making maybe free for all friday or top shelf or the figure reviews does take a while because i'm shooting in two different places now you know the first ones are easy and shitty they are voice me voiceover of the recording like of the b-roll right now i do a whole gimmick over in the corner and I've got another, but I've got another set. I've got like the lights and the tripod. So it's literally like, just move the camera and go. And I B-roll all of that. That stuff takes me yeah, a while because I'm trying to get all these shots. And then I got to pull that in. Plus I've got to do my face over it. Mm-hmm. Shoot it twice. So give or take. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, it can be five hours, four hours. It just depends on how Premiere is treating me that day and how how much time I do have. But it might be in like, literally chunks of i'll spend 30 minutes here i might spend another two hours because i've got a two-hour block mm-hmm. and then you know even if like it's the weekdays and the kids come home at four o'clock they might come and hang out with me and i'll sit there and just power through another 30 minutes or something so but it's figuring uh, finding more rhythm right with and mm-hmm. you probably experience this yourself and sort of a lot of people as you start figuring out your workflow right and even just down to how are things sequenced and how are things going to kind of mold and come together of like, mm-hmm. I do kind of these steps, even just in your head of like, well, this is, you know, this is just step one for editing and two, three, four, go down from right. audio to color and blah, blah, blah. And seeing what works and what doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. hours. It's usually hours. Yeah, for, for sure. And oh, the sure. worst, I, I know all of us have experienced it where it's spent hours on something and you don't like it that much. And mm-hmm. it, crashes and it just stuff melts and doesn't flow right and there's stuff that's messed up and then you export it and it still wasn't right so you redo yep. it and you're like i'm not happy with any of this and you got it out i got 12 views i go yay <laughs> yeah i hope you 12 motherfuckers enjoyed yeah, this video it was the greatest thing like this I thing hate, it was my whole day much. and night and i'm exhausted now and i'm gonna do it again tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> do you take days off? Do you give yourself time to just be like, Hey, today I'm just going to spend with my wife or I'm just going to be dad, or I'm just going to do something for me. She'll tell you no, but I do take the weekends pretty much. Right. Because oh, we, our schedules are all over the place. Um, we will take, yeah, the Saturday and Sunday is where I don't have anything recording. Um, but from an average, you know, Monday to Friday, yeah, there's no real days off right now. It's mm. go, go, go. And it's it's kind of trying to seize whatever opportunity of time I have. For That's sure. what I'm noticing. So it's doing my job. And if there is a downtime for an hour or something, I'm always, what I'm noticing is I'm always thinking about what's the show going to be, what's the next episode going to be, or stuff I'm just excited right. of, like, I, I want to do this. So I'm going to make it happen. And even yeah. when it is 9 o'clock at night, and it's dead quiet. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and just. Ah, it'll only take me 20 minutes to record it. And then that mm-hmm. turns into, okay, I'm just gonna do an hour. And then it's three hours later, and I've been sitting here. And I'm like, oh, I'm almost done. Go, cool. <laughs> now I just gotta do Photoshop for an hour and a half. <laughs> so th- those are the most fun experiences. Like, and, and this is, I don't even think I still have this video, and it's it's super dumb. And I'm, I would say embarrassed, but I'm not because I think it's really funny. So you know, um the the thousand mile song right yep. where she's like yeah 
playing the piano. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I would think you would with your with your uh, love of Marvel. The the two Spider Men slapping each other, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was one like it, it had been timed up to the the bump 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 where like it had been different butt slaps. Yeah. Um. And for whatever reason, I was chilling in in my college apartment in my bed alone, and I was like, you know what? I want to cut the Spider-Man slapping each other's butts to the entire music video of Thousand Miles. And I did it. And I spent like <laughs> five hours timing everything up right and like zooming in and like planning like where to put different slaps and like how to hide them on screen. Insane. <laughs> uh, learned the same day. And I, pro- I mean, it makes sense in hindsight. That's actually from like some weird Spider-Man porn. Yep. Didn't know that, but totally. it totally makes sense when you think about it. But yeah, I spent five hours. Everyone I showed thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. But thinking about it to this day makes me laugh. But yeah, it is. It's that thing where you, you know, you find time for the things you really love. Yep, for sure. Did you feel like at any point, did you kind of like make a time budget for yourself? Like, okay, here, here's because I know like I, I myself am also a lazy person. There's a lot of times, like you said, it'll be, oh man, I had to work overtime or, oh, I'm really tired. Like I'll just lay down for an hour or play a game for 30 minutes or whatever. But realistically, like that time could be devoted to something more productive. Yeah. Uh, did you ever kind of make a journal of like, here's what a day is right now. Here's where I can fill time to edit and stuff. Yeah. Um, done in multiple ways and some mm-hmm. stuff sticks and some doesn't. Some tricks yeah. are for me. I was literally calendared on my phone. I know what my work day looks like and mm-hmm. I would, there was a good period there where I'm like, I would actually slot in and go, you know, I've got this time because I would look at my work schedule, the family schedules, uh, wife schedule and go, here's everyone's hours. Right. Where's my 30 minutes. Okay. There's some right in here. I will literally put it in my calendar and slot that. So it would keep myself a little bit more accountable. And then I found that I wasn't really needing that as much. The big mm-hmm. one for me, Josh was, um, before I got started, very much this continuation of the Starbucks adventure, I think it was the day after I I sat there and, and wrote a bunch of stuff out. Uh, it was definitely that week. I did that where I was looking at time because mm-hmm. I would say, great, I'm motivated, I'm excited. I, I jotted things down of things I want to do. I'm all jacked up. I've also had a mm-hmm. hell of a, a lot of caffeine, but I am jacked up no matter what. So mm-hmm. I would, I actually sat down and I got a giant piece of whatever Bristol board mm-hmm. and I put it on the desk and I started marking out just all the way across lengthwise of time. Mm-hmm. And I put in just a full line and I started blocking and I blocked out in different colors what all the time I have on an average day is dedicated to what. And what I was finding was fucking lazy, man. <laughs> You're so lazy. Yeah. And it's it's a it was a kick in the ass for myself to see like what I already knew mm-hmm. uh, and to confront it a little bit of like, okay, how much time do I actually have? And you start looking at the hours of like 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. of what's that time? And then, you know, you block, whatever, 8 to 5 p.m. is pretty much gone. And yeah. then what, but what are the hours of 5 to 8? Like, what, what is happening in there? And then block that as, like, that's family. It's dinner and baths and emails and, mm-hmm. and wine with the wife and all of that. 
and then that's still like eight and you're going so what happens at 8 30 what nine o'clock what's the average day gonna look like well you're both beat up and tired so mm-hmm. we're either just gonna pass out or we're gonna find something on the netflix chill out and go to bed well mm-hmm maybe I can now maximize that a little bit more. So that, that for me, that's what, what really hit home for me originally was putting that down and looking at time in a day and just going, fuck, there is lost time. And it's scary too, because you're looking at, Oh shit. And on a Saturday, how much time do I have? And I'm going, geez, man. So when I don't have, when I did not have children for that, I'm, I'm smacking myself. 15 different ways because i'm like man i have a lot of time on a saturday um but it's it's being able to just look at scheduling and really try to figure out where can i slide this in on an average day or yeah a night or weekend and just try to find the time and it's it's not gaming that extra hour it's not playing avengers online for three hours straight just because it's something for me to do i'm enjoying it but it's ultimately it's just eh, something to do now Mm -hmm. i'm noticing that that time that you're spending on a game a movie it's it means a little bit more because you're like i got an hour where i'm literally not going to pass out playing um right so yeah it matters a little bit more now and i think that's a great idea like physically putting it in perspective helps right like because we can we can think about the time we have and it doesn't matter, right? Like when you, when you're just visually, okay, I go to work and then like, I don't really have that much time between work. But when you see like, okay, this is five hours realistically from when I get home to when I go to bed that like I can fill with things. And when it's in front of you and you can physically and it's tangible and you can move it around, I think you're right. It helps you really make those decisions or realize like, man, I'm being a lazy piece of shit. Like I could, I can go for a walk for 30 minutes or yeah. I can yeah, it's not just or... for the Yeah. It's not just for the work, right? It's, it's exercise. It's, mm-hmm. it's even looking at how overworked you are. Right. To look at the hours you are, maybe you are putting in that you didn't realize, geez, like I'm actually pulling 13 hour days and I really wasn't realizing it because I'm just in it. Mm-hmm. And between maybe your commute and being at work and pulling those hours and those shifts, you, you start realizing that maybe it's on the other spectrum where you're going not so much that I'm lazy. It's maybe just that you are working so hard right? that what's the impact? Well, maybe, maybe it is that maybe you love it and that's great. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are feeling stretched and you don't know what it is and why you feel that way or why you're feeling more depressed. And maybe it's just, it's accumulation, right? And mm-hmm. it's accumulating over time. And you might say, well, this is silly. And you also are thinking, it's not what I want to do. Right. I'm, I'm devoting so much time I'm giving all of this for for what thing and that might be amazing or it might just be a thing because you're like well i gotta work i gotta mm-hmm. have the job and i gotta pay the bills and i gotta do this stuff great but what about the rest of you and it's right. it's trying to understand that piece in your own head of like well what what does matter right and that's i think that's what we we're coming back to quite a bit and i think it's fantastic and it's it's so cool to be able to see you make that journey and not only make those decisions and the positive impacts for your life, but also like crush it while doing it. So that's also got to be a, a definite positive when it, when it pays off, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think it's easy to, to do something and not see the immediate result or not feel it and to be like, Oh, well, I'm going to stop and go back to whatever. Cause I know that was working. Uh, but to be able to watch someone like yourself, stick with it, have that mental fortitude, keep going and fall in love with it. It's just so inspiring and so cool to see. Thanks. Well, it's not, and not wired that way. Um, you know, it's, it's, years josh of dealing like we've talked about a little bit of just you know 
dealing with it and and trying to find out what's kind of the thing that gets you up and gets you going and gets you excited. Never been somebody that's really been feeling overly excited about doing a thing. And mm-hmm. when I would talk to my wife or my friends about, yeah, I'm doing this or like the first couple of videos where I'm like, yeah, I like that. And watching the stats or talking to people, you guys on Twitter and engaging with the community going, yeah, I like this. Like this mm-hmm. is scratching something that I haven't had before. And, and understanding like, oh, I, I just enjoy this process. If there's five people watching, great. That's really yeah. awesome. And if there's a thousand people that have now watched something, um, that's silly. But it's still really great. And it's it's setting up also just the milestones of growth. And that's where mm-hmm. I'm at right now, which is, again, we're at, I don't know, 250 subscribers for the show. And it's itty bitty 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 small. But it's looking at, well, what are my goals for mm-hmm. you know the future? And it's easy to say, you want a million and you want a hundred thousand of everything. You want to be as big as this. And you, that's great. But I've also looked at, well, I'm trying to get to 500. Right. So how do I do that? Maybe it's just grind it. Maybe it, it is that and it's just keep going down the path. Um, mm-hmm. And then what's the next goal? Because the 500 is then going to be, well, it's a thousand. Are you doing it in 500 chunks or maybe not? Maybe things peter out or they continue mm-hmm. on. We'll see. But it's, it's, I, I've stressed this personally where I'm like to other people where I've been like, hey, set up mini goals, set yeah. up small goals to obtain them throughout the day um, and break it down more. And then just starting to take my own advice, which is just set up a mini goal of yeah. what is it? Is it just for today? And what's a larger goal that's that you can still see? Because mm-hmm. the what we always hear from anybody is just, well, the finish line just keeps changing and just keeps mm-hmm. getting further and further. Um, but I think where a lot of us quit and where I almost just shut down or did a show and completely deleted it and redid the whole thing was, well, it's not working. And you can just stop and go, well, clearly I suck. No one wants this. And it's not working because it didn't hit 10,000 in the week. So Mm. uh, no, thank you. And it's stepping back and going, why? Why are you doing it? Are you doing it for everybody else to hopefully make it whatever that is to get Mm. noticed, to get sponsors and deals and branding deals? Like, what's the goal? And if the goal is for you, then you might feel a little bit better. <laughs> well, Matt, I think we, I think everyone knows you a little bit better, knows what you're about, loves loves seeing the progress. Uh, now, of course, I'm sure you're familiar, is the part of the show where we get into the nitty-gritty of the up-and-comer opportunity, the experience. Uh, so, Matt, a question, the first one that I know you know very well. Uh, if you were to get the up-and-comer opportunity, what are you looking forward to get out of this experience? So if I were to step foot on an airplane, that's step one, um, and things were fine, and I think Mr. Rumblepack even mentioned this too last week, which was, you know, if this thing's everything's kosher and everything's cool, what would it look like? I think for me, it would be most exciting to be able to sit down with them in possibly in a one of their meetings. Mm -hmm. And it's really it's the behind the closed doors piece, right? The on-air piece, we all understand. We've seen other best friends go on there and experience it. That would be amazing. But I mm. think what I would get the most value out of is how do you structure the business? Yeah. How do you 
forecast certain things and and probably more of the business side of like okay you've taken something where clearly kind of funny is the overall umbrella of the brand and below mm-hmm. that we have these shows this content and it, it, it kind of goes out from there and it grows so i'd really be interested to sit down with them to go help me understand the growth piece from behind the scenes what does a production meeting look like how many hours yeah. are you spending in something and what are you doing that nobody like physically sees with their eyes and right but it ends up making it work that much better that's the kind of stuff that i'd actually really be interested in because i think i mean we we watch the show i watch it religiously mm-hmm. and it is just some best friends sitting around they got their mics on the podcasts they hit go and it's the personalities and it's knowing greg and tim and everybody else but it's uh yeah it would be figuring out what's going on behind and how are you guys doing these goals and and projecting certain things and yes we've seen them want to be able to go through what they want to do for you know their um uh their charity streams and everything too right and mm-hmm. they, they hit all of these milestones but how does that even come to be right right they didn't well, just where wait. is ground zero for something like yes that. and that's the stuff yeah that i'd be most interested in i think that's really cool plus it not only that like you learn so much, you continue to grow, but then of course you come back and it helps you benefit your show and your community and growing. And so I think that's really, really cool. For sure. So of course the next question, uh, what show or what thing would you like to bring to the table for kind of funny that you don't think they really got a, got a niche right now? Um, interesting because they don't have, sorry, they do have their feet in obviously in gaming so there's no need there. I'd like to see them go more, and it probably is just hard right now with how everything is, but I'd like them to go for more um, produced content, if that makes sense. So no, more I get you. scripted stuff, right? Scripted stuff, because I love it. Um, P- mm-hmm. I was going to say, P.S. I love you. Um, what's uh, Nick and Tim's show I am blanking on that doesn't come back? You are thinking of Love and Sex Stuff. Love and Sex Stuff. Thank you very much. Yes. That's what Your I visual aid is what helps Visual me. aid of finger in hole. I yes. love that another best friend knew what I was doing and didn't go gross. He's like, what is he? Oh, yeah. I know. So I'm thinking of more of the, yeah, the, the heavily produced items. Uh, Cooking with Greggy. That mm-hmm. stuff is amazing. A lot of it's for Patreon supporters, and that's great. I like them to do more of that as well and it's a mm-hmm. huge undertaking but having more of that like series um yeah. i always find that stuff interesting of like how are they doing it i know the animated series from what they said really destroyed them just mentally right. and burnt them out in so many different ways and it was an amazing thing to watch happen but so uh cool. yeah i'd love to see them tackle more uh heavily produced scripted content on Really, whatever, because I think best friends, we're all going to check it out. I mean, you could do a show like Debatable um, as an example, but you could do that, but really produce it and really right. make it feel like an SNL sketch, uh, sketch segment, something like that, and, and really try to break it down. But the joy is of them is watching them just do their thing. Um, we're right. off the cuff because that's the best stuff is, you know, Internet Explorers is when it's they have an outline, but even Andy will say, right. Where it's, it's like, raw. well, the best stuff, the funniest, the most enjoyment they get is when it's just chatting and they just go for right. it. So, yeah. I'd say the, the produce stuff. I think that's a great idea. It'd be fun to see. And maybe you can have your hand at producing some stuff yourself. Do no. your, your hand, literally, you can just produce, get all up in there and just yeah. produce, right. produce, deep produce. fist all the way through. That's disgusting. All, elbow deep of producing. Elbow deep, my friend. <laughs> so last question. All the time in the world, which obviously you are good at crafting. 
uh, all the money in the world, what is one big content creation goal or project you would like to do? I mean, if I, yeah, if you have all the time and the money, it would be, it would be able to expand uh, mm -hmm. the studio from what it is and get what I think a lot of people envision, which is I would expand the sets. I would have them have mm -hmm. their own identity yeah. um, and really just be able to have the production team. And it's like having the mini kind of funny where it's just <laughs> on its own world and its own island and mm -hmm. the assemble community would all work together. But it would be that where I would I do envision. And it's funny because I my wife has even approached me with that of like, you know, like she's a great I mean, she should be a supporter. <laughs> she at least she supports me but she does encourage to say like you know you're having fun and like i like watching it and i'm like great you don't understand gaming at all nor do you care but she thinks it's fun and her big support and thing is like she said the other day to me was you know it'd be really cool if like it was five years down the road and you had like a studio thing and yeah like a team and you guys were like making you were able to make more content and be like yeah i would i would do what i think a lot of people love to do which is you either work more behind the scenes or camera and i enjoy mm -hmm. i mean i have no problem I, I enjoy camera and being on camera um and i love to be able to collaborate with more people like being able to work with you and being able to work with um bushley gaming and the other guys too mm -hmm. like i have had the opportunity already and stuff coming down the road of being on other shows and the collaboration stuff is, is coming more and more. And it's just fun. Um, it's fun oh, yeah. to be able to hang out with everybody. So yeah, I would say it's the big million dollar dream would be expand, expand the studio and yeah. Buy a new camera lens, <laughs> <laughs> you know, new studio, be able to have a team. Oh, and, and just uh, another just lens. One lens. Camera. That, that would be cool. One. Yeah. Just those two things. I want to get that, that, blur get that nifty 50. Yeah. I want to get that blurring effect. Okay. Ah, yes. Okay, whatever. I want that. It's a better life. I say, be able to close the iris, open open everything up, get that nice focal length going on. All those. It. Yep. Those words. I know how to focus, <laughs> Josh. I know how to focus the camera, and um, you do. I've figured out the display, and I know how to change the ISO on it. And that's a word that I learned. See? There you go. It is indeed. Get that. Get those ISOs nice and right, so you're not too blurry, not too not too bright, not blown out at all. See. And I was going to say, and I think you do it well because your shot's crystal clear. Thank you, my friend. Of course. Well, Matt, that is everything I have for you. Like, thank you so much for taking time out of your very, 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 very busy schedule that we have learned uh, to sit down and talk with me and share your story. It has been an absolute blast. Where can people go to keep up to everything you're doing and all the, the continuing shows and that see that studio one day in five years from, from this very moment? Well, first of all thank you um i've been wanting to do this for a long time <laughs> being able to go on the show um and so other people understand too for context josh and i were talking uh, originally and josh approached me when i had even fewer followers which is insane to me and josh was like hey do you want to do the show and i turned josh down i said no and i was like oh okay screw okay. you <laughs> screw this guy mr <laughs> big shot but I, I i turned it down and i was like yeah uh, I, I'm not that big yet, Josh. Like you should really focus on people that have, you know, more going on right now. But I appreciate, so I really appreciate you coming back and going, Hey, when can we do this? Um, mm -hmm. Because it's, it's really, really fun. Uh, if people are interested, they can come and check me out over on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash assemble show. 
because you will have multiple shows a week, which is going to be figure reviews, statue unboxings. Our Tuesdays is Top Shelf Tuesday, which is a rank series. We have Free For All Fridays, which is talking to the community about any bloody topic we want to talk about. We also have the Gaming Hub, which is just kind of more in-depth series on all things gaming for news and updates that are coming down the pipe. And a React series. So if you like watching Reacts on nerdy content like Animaniacs and WandaVision and all that, Come check out the show. And you guys can check us out on Twitter, uh, twitter.com forward slash assemble underscore show. And we can chat there because I love talking to the community. And you should definitely do that. Matt is fantastic. And, and you notice he says we and our, and I know that he is including his audience in that. But Matt is a one-man workhorse. He's a power machine. He does all of those things on his own time for the, his community, for people out there just to make them happy. So please, 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 please take some time. Go watch this stuff. It's fantastic. Please support him. Uh, it's wonderful stuff. And again, Matt, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, buddy. Of course, man. Of course. Well, everyone, that is another episode of the Up and Comer podcast. If you or anyone you know is running to be Up and Comer, please let me know. You can hit me up on Twitter at Josh Biddick, and I'll get you on the calendar for an episode. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast and you want to leave me a review, that would be wonderful. I want to know what I can do to make this show better for you, the listeners. Or if you just want to say like, hey, Matt was super great and his voice sounds like he's really handsome. I'm going to go check out his videos. Oh my gosh, I checked out his video. He is super handsome. Do that too. Those are, those are lovely reviews. And, and I love uh, reading them as well. Uh, but as always, everyone, that is all I have. So have fun, stay safe, and I'll see you next time.